1: hey welcome back to guild mates. we just survived a heck of a time in the world in between um arthur i actually would have killed your character just so you know <laughs> forever
2: <laughs> um i i'm very aware of that like arthur though i was in a state of perfect calm while trying not to think about by in you know inevitable death so we all <laughs> turned out okay
1: uh so you, you are in the state of perfect calm it seems uh who is not in the state of perfect calm is the young woman who is now sitting on the floor in the captain's quarters with you all uh she has uh, blinded herself so she was able to exist in the world for a long period of time without going mad and she currently is uh wearing the the, the necklace that uh contained the soul and power of uh damon uh you uh two of you just survived uh quite the journey and you're on the ship the lady was it morrigan
3: morrigan yeah <laughs> okay just making sure
1: um i totally knew that everybody cut that part out anyway so <laughs> you are you're i was i was just doing a different campaign yesterday it got mixed up anyway you are uh on the ship And before we do anything else, would anybody like to do anything about this situation?
0: Um, Q is currently just kind of exhausted on the ground.
2: Arthur also is, like, kneeling after dropping the necklace and the young woman from his shoulders. Um,
3: I'm counting the number of bodies that just came back through to make sure that we have everybody.
1: (laughs) You're missing a very watery boy.
3: Oh. Oi, uh, where where's the spirit man? Did he not make it through? No.
2: He fell. We still have the necklace.
3: Well, th- that doesn't bode quite well. Are you going to go back to get him, or is he just gone now?
0: I think he's just gone now. I'm not going back in there.
3: And I'm kinda
0: of fucked up right now.
1: So the young woman on the on the ship says I I've forgotten my name, I've forgotten who I am. I don't I don't really know much of anything about myself anymore, but I do know that I am no longer in that horrible place. So thank you for that um where where are we are we in are we back in a vodachi court is this a merchant's house where uh where where am i
0: um i say to her in vodachian or vodachi uh that we are currently on a pirate ship um we are heading toward Vodachi. You're safe right now. We'll try and figure out details later, but maybe you should just rest. And then, to my friends, I will say, uh she has amnesia, so uh that's going to be fun to work on.
2: Could
1: have been Does worse Sinead? by the sounds Does of Sine- it.
2: <laughs> Does Sinead
1: know what the word amnesia means, by the way?
3: Uh... I don't know why she wouldn't.
1: I mean, like, I thought you'd, like, I don't know, it's like a medical term, and you don't have much school, and you're, like, 12, I don't, I don't know, I guess it's... (laughs) She's
3: 15, yo, she's 15. (laughs) Yeah, and a pirate,
2: they're not necessarily, like, renowned for their education, like...
3: (laughs) I mean, she did go to school at one point, she's not completely uneducated. (laughs) Oh
0: yeah, well, I mean, I'm not gonna argue, like... What your You know what your character knows, but also, like, I mean, school in Fantasyland, it's not like you have WebMD.
1: <laughs> fantasy WebMD would be pretty hilarious, though. Like, you've got a bad case of sword in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, Sinead, it's like she blacked out from drinking, but didn't do the drinking part. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think she would, because, you know, being on a pirate ship... Being a pirate, there's like legends of people I'm sure right. there's you know, stories of people losing their memory. That that's not that make foreign sense. of a concept.
1: Also, Doctor Arthur is my favorite. I wanna spin off of Doctor Arthur.
2: <laughs> oh jeez. I mean he doesn't uh, well No, I feel like no, I don't think Arthur has any like medical training. I mean, beyond like Battlefield First Aid, which is mostly just like put a band aid on it.
1: <laughs> Some or, morphine.
2: Like, I mean, not even that. I mean, like, wait—is morphine
0: time period appropriate for this? No, no certainly not. We're, right? You should have a some. World, yeah, we're
1: getting it? way off. Anyway, we're, opium. We're I
0: think <laughs> we want opium is what we're looking for. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Big opium. Let's family. get some poppies, poppies up in here.
0: Get some poppies up. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> we should just get back on the plot.
1: <laughs> uh, so uh, anyway, <laughs> we are. Uh, so we're still in the in the captain's quarters and a vadachen woman says um pirate ship so are you going to hold me for ransom
0: well you don't know who you are and we don't really know who you are either so i'd assume not
1: then why would a bunch of pirates want to take me
0: uh we were rescuing you on behalf of a loved one who gave his life into the process.
1: Oh, she, this seems to spark a memory with her and she sort of starts to gain some memories back. You can tell that she, and she sort of holds the necklace and she can kind of try and picture from what Damon would have said many years ago, what may have gone on. Um, she does not completely remember her name yet or anything like that but she she's she's uh she's catching your drift you know she's smelling what you're stepping in you know she's she's picking up what you're throwing down you know yeah um.
3: got it <laughs> it's
1: a little redundant uh cut out whichever two of those you don't want anyway <laughs> we'll fix uh, it in post let's go <laughs> um so yeah you guys are going to like arrange to find a place for her or something
0: <laughs> i mean not that this like moment she can chill on the ship there's room
1: uh, i got you is she gets like the uh, shack up with the captain's quarters and rest or are you guys gonna like i mean she's uh she seems to be able to sense what things are because of she spent you know so much time blind uh so she's got a good sense of hearing but she still can't see And she's a little disoriented. Uh, So, you guys worried about, like, walking off the edge of the ship, or are you guys going to leave her unsupervised? Like, whatever.
0: Um, I can stay with her. I'm really not uh, able to do much right now. If that's okay with you two.
1: uh, To be honest, uh, so, uh, the Vodachia woman says, You don't sound like you're in too much better shape than I am.
0: (laughs) You're not wrong.
1: Um... All right, so Q uh, is going to look after uh, your guys' new guest. Um, For Arthur and Sinead, you guys are pointed still towards the wonderful land of Castile. Um, You're going to drop by the Seventh Sea Popes sometime soon. Um, Are there any detours you'd like to make on the way, or do you want to go straight towards uh, the pirate pope?
3: I gotta look at the map That is here Somewhere
1: <laughs> It's it's. I think it's in the discord I, yeah,
3: I think I it's got in the it. live channel Hold on, yeah it's in the live channel Okay so we are headed towards Are we going to San Teodoro or San Felipe? I don't remember
1: uh, You're going uh, towards uh, San Felipe I believe Yeah so yes <laughs> So you guys are heading that way Um, so not actually the so i i I associate all of castile with the Vatican. you won't actually be dropping by the pope unless you wanted to drop by the pope but you will be in a place with very heavy uh castilian um religious theocracy sort of vibes
3: so the only place we could really stop by is those uh, the I don't know how to say that rick rical uh, the 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 shoals the, 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 the shoals I I
1: see the word you're talking about and I'm yeah. not gonna take a stab at that one so oh, ricalcadoris
3: ricalcadoris something like that. original but I don't see why we would
1: all right so does anyone to else
3: have any thoughts
0: ricalcadores
1: I am so impressed right now. <laughs> uh, no? Alright. On to San Felipe. Um sweet. So you guys are going to pass a brief traveling montage, you know? a uh, picture. I don't know what music is appropriate for like Sinead steering the ship and like Arthur trying to uh, Arthur helping out and teaching people to shoot his bow and Hugh looking after the <laughs> after guys' new friends, but you know, travel montage on the seas. And you guys can see the beautiful city of San Felipe coming up on you uh, in the distance. The man in the crow's nest yells, Lan Ho! And uh, you guys will be docking soon.
0: I'm more of an ocean ho.
1: Ocean ho! Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Did we Um,
3: determine which Vidachi city we're headed to?
1: uh, I don't believe so. I don't think we did. I feel like you guys are gonna, like, figure that out after you left port this time. Yeah,
0: okay. Yeah, I I think because we were like, we have a lot of ground. I think we were like, that's a
3: future us problem. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll cross that ocean when we get to it.
1: Yeah, you guys also would have been low on supplies if you went straight there, so I mean, it's... Yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot of islands, by the way. (laughs) I don't know if you guys know this. Yeah, there sure
3: are. Well, baby ones.
1: You got Newly, you got City of Villanova. Man, there's a lot of stuff on that. Anyway, a lot of places to choose from in the future. Right now, you guys are on the very beautiful tip of the continent at San Felipe. A port city known for being not too far away from Hidachi. Um, as you guys know, but for our folks at home, um, San Felipe is part of Castile, which is basically Spain, uh, if you couldn't figure it out. Um obviously in uh in this world for some reason the vatican is not in italy but it is rather in spain um i guess john wick really liked the spanish inquisition (laughs) uh, vibes from that um as you guys know you'll have to brave all sorts of religious theocracy stuff so i hope you guys are very good at praying um how what are all our characters' relationships with uh, the faith?
3: Um Sinead, um her her home country is pretty religious, but she is not.
2: Gotcha. Um similar with Arthur, um as I understand Avalon is like split pretty evenly between the faith and then just like more paganistic worshiping of the Fae. And I think that he would be more inclined to worship the Fae than the Castilian faith.
0: Yeah. Like Q personally doesn't uh, worship any gods because why would you? Um, but they do, in, in in Q sense, not in like the objective sense, obviously through their own lens. Um, but, uh, they do have respect for, um, a lot of the faiths, and because of their, uh, work as a courtier, like very knowledgeable with different customs in different areas. But I'm pretty sure Montaigne is like known for its debauchery. So it's more like, you know, (laughs) it's like the equivalent of being like the kind of person who only goes to church on Christmas and Easter because like that's what you do—you keep up appearances, um, right? That's but, what's like, important. Uh, that's that's the only time God takes a defendant, anyways. So, um,
1: <laughs> st- as uh, as somebody who grew up Catholic, I'm going to write that down. That is, <laughs> that is funny.
0: Uh, so like probably very familiar with the customs and like knows how to do it, but just like not really there. That's not their vibe.
1: All right. That is. I will. I'll make note of that. Man, I was at mass today. I should have mentioned that to my mom. She would have found that funny. Um, So that is, that's a good uh, way to set. Now, uh, Q, you are very aware that there's still uh, a recent history between Castile and Montaigne. um, Because the nobles of Montaigne thought it would be a great idea to invade Castile um, pretty recently, actually. Uh, That was in 1664. There was a surprise invasion. Our story takes place in the very early, very early 1700s or so. So it's been like just, it's been like you know half a lifetime. Like there's still half the population was totally alive when Montaigne, for no reason, invaded Castile. So uh, don't forget about that. Um, yes. <laughs> just I'm sure they had a great whatever. reason,
0: though. It was probably uh, just for money. I-
1: Honestly, I don't think money is a good reason to invade your neighbor.
0: <laughs> okay, well, you know, you and Q can disagree on that.
1: I I guess so. Um, and of course, there's also the animosity uh between uh Montaigne and uh and the Church. Um, speaking of which, the Church of the Prophets, um, has been under a recent sort of struggle because of so many people breaking away. Um. And yes, that is most of what you guys know going into Castile. Uh, Will you choose to make, well, now I'm assuming you guys are choosing to to dock the ship. Uh, Who and what will you bring ashore with you and what will you leave behind on the ship?
3: Well, so I'm going to instruct crew members to go gather supplies so I don't have to do it. Um, uh,
1: they each the first one passes you and goes oh, I captain, and the second one passes <laughs> you and goes oh, I captain, and like they do this individually. So about an hour and a half later, every single one is past you. And, <laughs>
3: got it. And they're uh, all getting something you. different. Or no, 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 I pair them off. I pair them off to like <laughs> some of them go, them go get food. They they each have a partner and buddy system, so they don't get lost. Yeah, uh, and, yeah, um, so like some get food, some get ropes, some get ammo or whatever.
2: Uh Sinead, I request that you role play the speech that you give to the pirates about the buddy system real quick. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna humor okay. Rob on that one.
3: Alright, men, how many of you have heard of the buddy system?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh like two of them raise their hands, but it's very clearly not because they know what it is, but because <laughs> they just want to impress you. me.
3: Okay. <laughs> so um, you know well, the the concept is quite simple. All you need to do is grab a partner and hold their hand while you go shopping in an unfamiliar city, so you make sure neither of you get lost.
1: Um, they, the way that they start pairing off, it very clearly looks like, uh, like high school lab partner where they're trying to get to their crush, which <laughs> yeah. is, which you should have been more organized about it because now this like. It's it lasts for like forty five minutes of all of them trying to like pair off so everyone gets someone they want to be with.
3: Okay, um, Teacher I I've, should
1: choose the partners.
3: I, I yeah, I I watch it play out. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna split anybody up.
1: <laughs> so they they all go off to their cute little date to the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my God! Um,
1: San Felipe is gonna have quite the lovebirds nest as they hold hands. I love it. <laughs> uh, they're also like fifty-year-old hardened pirates, and they're like, yeah. "Oh my goodness!"
3: <laughs> oh my God!
2: Oh, let's go down to the Heretic Burnings. I heard they're just lovely this time of year. <laughs> <laughs> going out.
1: Uh, funny you should mention that. There are Heretic. There is a Heretic Burning currently happening. Um, it's on the port, so that's the thing um yeah so it is uh si i mean castile everybody's impressed with it it's no surprising uh it's no surprise that your crew is interested in love because castile is a very beautiful place um it's it's a very rich country it's got beautiful mine or rich mines it's got the soil it's got fish in its oceans like this place is like it's like the opposite of uh I forget where Russia is in this, uh, Ursura, like this place is like, it's heaven on earth. And so um, it's got the wealth of Montaigne, but without the gaudiness of Montaigne. Uh, no offense to Q. Oh,
0: offense taken. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the, as you also know, the pinnacle of Castilian social ladder is the king and the church. So, just like while you are in Montaigne, you would want to avoid speaking ill of L'Empereur. I would avoid saying anything heretical, heretical or speaking ill of the king. Um, Yes. It's also been uh, only a couple decades since the War of the Cross, which if you guys would like to know more about that, you guys can ask around town. Um, Everybody is wearing sort of like black and fiery colors which is that's what castile looks like so yellow orange red um it looks i mean they dress like the same colors that they burned the heretics with (laughs) Um, it's
3: all
0: about branding
1: exactly um there is uh, a bunch of the men are usually wearing wide-brimmed hats because this is castile and people really love big hats Uh, and so Sinead fits right in because you also have a wide brimmed hat that you took. No, actually, yes, but it's, uh, not, it's not fiery. It's actually black and imposing. Um, so there's a bunch of really big red hats and then Sinead. (laughs) Um, Well,
3: I have, she has her red bandana, so I think she'd tie that like on top of it or something. uh, Ah, there you
1: go. Blending. Um, the... Uh, The women who are married wear uh, a lot of color, as you know. So there's a lot of women wearing crimsons and bright blues and dark greens and, you know, not super like natural looking colors, like very bright colors uh, with over their black Um, with their skirts covered with the colored beads, draping downward, etc. So anyway you guys are free to explore the wonderful city of san felipe which is a quintessential castilian city
0: um i have a question before we get into uh you know our little things yeah, absolutely. Um, can i have found cliff bars or i assume i have recovered from the blood loss since we've had a few days at sea right Got some Cliff yes. bars, some granola.
1: That montage, well, cliff, cliff bars. We'll get to in a second. Your your bleeding has stopped because it's you guys had a week long travel montage. Um, exactly. What do you mean, Cliff bars?
0: Well, like I, I've been like eating food and stuff to have replenished from blood loss. Yeah, she's so yeah, like a gimmick. I've gotten my blood back.
1: Yes, yes, you were great. Um, do you have any dramatic wounds left over?
0: I still have my arm is fucked up.
1: Uh yes, that that did happen. Um yeah. I will say it's been long enough to where that's gone, you're fine. Nobody has any wounds because uh, I assume you guys healed them during the montage. Um your arm, I mean, aesthetically it still looks pretty bad. <laughs> just so you know. I'm going to I
0: buy some stuff to fix it when we're in town, but yeah. Okay,
1: excellent. Uh <laughs> cool. Um anybody else? have any uh what else do people want to do you guys of course can fix the rotten flesh on yourselves or something but uh Q is already going there you can
3: well i yeah i have sort of a general question we can cut out but are magic items a thing in in this in this game
1: yeah you remember when you went to go buy uh buy a, a new weapon and they all had special abilities
3: right i guess that was less i don't know i guess i well, kind of thought that more as a it weapon and... enough oh well, it's just like uh, you know not just weapons but like trinkets or whatever that have uh, magical so abilities uh,
1: i will say um yes not here because the church of the prophets kind of burns those people so right because um, i have a, a thing
3: it, i have a thing called streetwise which means I can spend a hero point to locate a fixer, an information broker, a black market, or a similar underworld figure.
1: Streets. Well, so yes, you can find. It will be dangerous, but you can absolutely find uh, some black market stuff because I hope you know you can get burned alive for that. But yes, you can find some black magic.
3: Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna do it. I feel like in a city where it's like rarer? I don't know. I feel like there's going to be better stuff here, because it's going to be more hidden, you know?
1: That's that's pretty good logic, actually. You must play a lot of TTRPGs. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so you better give me something good, because I'm spending a year point on this.
1: Don't worry, I'm I'm looking frantically as we speak, and you're <laughs> probably going to go last, so I have time to Google. Okay.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, Arthur, what are you doing? I think Arthur wants to do a little bit of sightseeing while he's here. And I think he's going to like, just try to visit one of the nearest churches. Just, just take some rest to cleanse the soul a little bit after being in the in-between worlds with a bunch of elder chores. So I think he's going to just try to find a place to like, go sit down, just look at some art, <laughs> gotcha. relax a little bit, talk to some strangers if he can. I don't think he knows Castilian though that's uh, alright. They uh
1: they they speak some Avalonian, you know how it is. It's Avalonians I don't think speak a lot of the other languages, but people in like the middle of the world like are more familiar. Um
3: The difference between Arthur and Sinead right now, Sinead being like, Yes, please take me to a cursed underground thing where I can get a cursed <laughs> object. And Arthur's <laughs> like, I'm gonna go to church. I know you're <laughs> older
2: than me, IRL, but once you're thirty you'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> all right
1: so we are going to start with uh we're gonna start with arthur uh and i guess because i think that's really quaint it's a good way to to introduce more of castile uh we'll probably we'll end with uh with jenade and the black market dealings um which puts q in the middle i deduce that uh, (laughs) you're so smart um so we are so we're going to be following Arthur as he's heading his way into the city. Uh, There's you can see, and over here all sorts of chatter. Uh, you hear typical names like uh, Domingo, Esteban Felipe. Felipe is really common here for obvious reasons. The female names, Floriana, uh, Inez, Isabel, Francisca. So you know, typical. Uh, typical names, just so you know, I'm just trying to set the world for you. Um, you are finding a very, very, very large cathedral because this is a Castilian city, so that is the largest building in the entire city. Um, if you would like to go to that, uh, say the word,
2: and we can go to church. Yeah, I would like to go to it. And uh, just for reference of like what Arthur is like walking around looking like... Um, To stay consistent, he still looks raggedy as fuck. Um, His face is burnt. He has his bow, but it's not strung right now. So it just kind of looks like, I mean, if you've ever seen an unstrung bow, that's what he has on his back. The string is tucked away. The arrows are, like, capped with the quiver. He's not, like, holding any weapons. And his clothing is pretty tattered, especially around his chest. And, yes, he wants to go into the cathedral.
1: With all the pride and
2: dignity that he can muster. (laughs)
1: Excellent. Uh, as you're walking along, you do stand out a little bit, because... Are you there's... there, God?
3: It's me, Arthur.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we haven't talked in a while, but
1: I've
3: been through <laughs> some
2: shit, and I got some questions.
1: <laughs> um, so, it's a little uh, bit harder to move through the streets, as you're noticing, there's a large horse parade going through. There's dancing, um, there's a couple like preachers on a soapbox who are like, Giving sermons. Uh, Sorry, Brennan, you're Uh, cutting out really hard for me. Oh, dang. Let's see here. Let me fix this. Uh, Fix. Wingardian Leviosa. Okay. Did I fix it?
0: It sounds normal, I think. Awesome. There
1: you go. Okay. Uh, It's getting harder to move through the streets because there's a large horse parade. Um, There's uh, a preacher or two who's on their soapbox giving a sermon. There is some music playing. Everybody's dancing. The uh, peasants here are actually seeming a lot friendlier than they did in Montaigne. They clearly work fewer hours for slightly more pay. <laughs> um, and although they live pretty strict lives because they have to adhere to the morals of the Church of Prophets, it looks like they're in not as much of a state of misery as the poor uh, Montaigne. So they got all the energy in the world to prance about. You do kind of stick out like a sore thumb. Because you're kind of raggedy and this is one of the very few uh places where the peasants work only five hour days so the peasants don't look raggedy it's just you um yeah <laughs> do you say hi to anybody do you try to interact uh do you steal a horse don't do that
2: what do you do um do i okay so as i'm like walking by the horse parade i guess like i would imagine there's a lot of crowds of people on like either side of the horses yes so i'll pull i want to pull aside somebody that looks like they're probably a cut above financially from the rest of the people somebody that looks like they're fairly wealthy or a merchant and explain or just introduce myself in avalon actually no 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 no. wait cut that, cut that cut that he doesn't he's not gonna introduce himself he just wants to ask like why the parade is going on he doesn't give anybody his name or anything so
1: the, the guy, because he is a cut above and has been very, very well educated and the education is good in this, in this country, but like, he's been really well educated. This guy's had a Jesuit education. He's fluent in Avalonian. Um, he's a little sort of surprised you didn't introduce yourself, but he understands you completely. Um, and he just said, you know, this, he just says, this is, uh, this is just uh, one of our annual festivals. We have one typically about once a month. There's usually small daily festivities if it's like a feast day or something, but um, I can tell you're not from here, so this might seem a little odd. Uh, I promise we're not lazy, though. We're not We're not lazy, uh, because in the book it says though many of the point to their low hours and high festivities as a sign of sloth, <laughs> few doubt Castilian's fervor. So it makes it very clear that... Um, They don't party all day, but they do take naps in the day, so, you know. Um, And asks if this is what life is like where you're from. And he knows it's Avalon, because that's the language you're speaking.
2: Life is quite different from where I'm from. It's not quite so grand and beautiful, and there's not quite so much art just on the street for display. But I think our two cultures can agree that too much is given, much is expected. And it seems that you have been given much and live up to your expectations
1: uh he he cuts a smile like he's like, okay, you know like he he likes he likes what he what he hears, anything he that's very wise and noble um he goes uh he says, "My name is Miguel. it's wonderful to meet you, my friend and he uh offers his hand for you to
2: shake um hesitantly like Arthur um wow oh, how do, oh gosh his right hand is so fucked up though um <laughs> okay so i have to ask a question about his hand does does arthur's hand like texture wise like feel like he's grabbing a corpse because yes. like it's oh <laughs> yes. it's ex- it's reanimated
1: like dead flesh like it's it's basically it's by all practical purposes a zombie arm
2: okay um it still
1: works 100 percent efficiency it's just
2: yeah <laughs> so to not scare him arthur is gonna smile and like bow with his right hand like tucked behind his back and it's gonna be like a fairly like shallow bow but it's still a formal bow instead of shaking his hand and he's going to introduce himself you may call me antonio <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to give his name, dude. He's a, he's a pirate. He does, he's got things to do.
1: Bend he can't us. just give okay. us his name. <laughs> so Miguel says, uh, nice to meet you, Antonio. I admire your being so careful with the sickness spreading around and not shaking hands. I should have thought of that. My apologies. Ah, um, uh,
2: yes, I've heard that a plague has been pillaging the lands. You see, I've been on sea for quite some time and have been insulated from that particular disease, though not so... from plagues <laughs> altogether.
1: He says, yes, I gathered that's where you're from. Like, he can <laughs> smell the salt <laughs> on you. You feel like a crab hanging off your earlobe. Like, you, like you're... Trust me, Arthur, Arthur... Everybody is very aware that Arthur is a sailor. Nobody can tell by looking at him he's a pirate. But everyone's very aware where Arthur's been. Um, And he says... Uh, I have a lot of friends here in town. If you ever need anything... Uh, tell them Miguel
2: sent you, and I, I will pull a favor for you. And he winks at you. Your kindness is very touching. I do not need much in this life, but perhaps a bath and a change of clothes. Could you direct me towards some of your friends that could provide these services?
1: Uh, he says, absolutely. Um, many in the, the religious life, in the Church of Prophets, or up at the cathedral, they often clothe and bathe and uh, feed strangers as part of their mission if you want to head up there
2: that sounds like a place that i would fit in more aptly than in the middle of this parade i will make my way there thank you miguel
1: of course so you uh make your way down to the cathedral um as you are up there you can see some uh you see some tax collectors collecting money well i mean Obviously, one reason this place is so wealthy is the uh, tax collectors collect a lot of money. You got a church tithe. There's a lot of uh, these people. You can't be too rich because how much your money goes towards the king and the uh, the king and the church. So there's tax collectors collecting cash. Um, you make your way to the cathedral and it is grand. It's huge. It's a lot. It's almost militant looking. It looks like a castle in in a way um except it's got a really big dome on top. Um so it looks a lot like your the castles of your homeland in Avalon except with the dome. Um when you and ent- go into into the doors, you are greeted by a few people you recognize as monks and uh nuns of sorts and they uh look you, you up and down and motion they don't speak. They're speaking to you in Castile. They do not speak any other language um, other than Castilian, but they're motioning to you towards some quarters, which they could probably help clean you up.
2: All right. Arthur will follow their direction. All right. Uh, You end up
1: in a very simple chamber with uh, with a small bath, and this is sort of a place for, like, you know, if you're homeless or something, they'll take you in, and And uh, try and get you back up on your feet. And you can take the time to clean up. I assume you do? Yeah. Awesome. So, Arthur cleans himself up, gets himself presentable, makes himself a new friend, and is currently admiring the beauty of the Cathedral of San Felipe.
2: We're now going to move to Q, who's going to try and fix the zombie arm situation. Hey everybody, it's Rob again, here at the midpoint of the episode to uh, bring you some news and some reminders. So like always, you can follow us on our social medias, our Twitter, our Instagram, our MySpace. We don't have a MySpace, but you get the point. The links to those social medias are down below. You can follow all the Guildfellows news and updates. That's also where we will announce future giveaways. So give us a follow and interact with us, because it's always fun. Um, also, we have a Discord and Patreon. The links to those are also in the episode description. Um, as you know, Patreon is a service where you can donate a small amount of money each month to promote your favorite um, creators, artists, podcasters. And if that sounds like something that you'd like to do, um, then, you know, we'd really appreciate it. We do this podcast for free and for fun, and uh, we do it because we love it, not because we make money. But if you feel so inclined, um, we would really appreciate it. Also, join our Discord. It's a fun little community that has the Guild Fellows cast, including yours truly, and (laughs) all the other Guild Fellows, and uh, and it's filled with a bunch of our friends, um, our fans, creators, artists, funny people, people that love TTRPGs, so if that sounds good to you, uh, just jump in and say hi. Um, We'd love to have you. Also, you should check out guildfellows.com, which is a centralized website which has all the information that you need to follow us on our various social medias and keep track of what we're doing. It's just a way to navigate Guildfellows content um, in one centralized place, so go check that out if you need to. There's no other news this week. Han is still still streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Han McKinley. But uh, I just want to say that we're getting close to October. Things are getting a little bit spookier, hopefully a little bit chillier, um, depending on where you are in the country. And I just want to let you know that um, things are are tough right now, but we want you guys to know that we believe in you and support you. Um, And if you need it, that we're here to give you love and support. So we just hope that you're really doing well. Anyway, that's all for that. So let's get back to the
0: show. Well, kind of. (laughs) Uh, First, uh, I would like to find uh, our newly rescued friend.
1: All right. Uh, So you find your newly rescued friend on uh, sitting in what's sort of like the first May quarters. There's like an extra room attached to the captain's quarters that uh, you guys found to be good use for. Um, She is asleep.
0: Okay. I, um, will, like, just very gently kind of, you know, like, shake her shoulder just a little bit.
1: Uh, she, uh, starts, she goes, huh, ah, ha, ah, ah! and she starts not screaming but yelling loudly before she realizes where she is.
0: Yeah, I'll, like, try and calm her down.
1: Uh, you do so successfully. Uh, she trusts you a lot, uh, because you saved her. You and uh, Arthur. Hello.
0: Um, I was wondering if you might want to go into the city. There's a lot of good food, um, a lot of music, and I thought it might be good to feel the sun on your face after you've been um, gone so long. Maybe do a little walk around. I have some errands I need to run.
1: She sits up in bed, and she gets a sort of hopeful look on her face. Arguably the first hopeful look she has given in a very, very long time. She seems to remember the joys of music and the joys of good-tasting food. And she stands up slowly, although wobbles a bit. And she says, yes, that would be lovely.
0: Then it would be my pleasure to escort you.
1: Okay. Uh, She, like, feels around to try and grab your arm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I ha- make it easy for her. Um...
1: Excellent. I, w- I figured Q would. Um. So you guys... Uh, there you go. You stroll casually into Castile. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I know that you don't really have um your memory, but is there something I can call you or refer to you as? Uh,
1: she says, well, um, you know, honestly, I I don't even remember what I look like anymore. What do what what kind of name would suit me?
0: I don't know what she looked like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh i'm glad you took the hook on that <laughs> um so she looks like she's from the mid to mid south area of odachi so she's kind of tan um not like super dark but she's got a little tan um her eyes are light colored they are a uh, gray-ish actually her facial features are very vodachian uh you can tell that she is uh, an Italian person, if she were in uh, in the in our world, um, she looks to be to have not too many other countries in her. She looks to be pretty old Vodaci family there for a long time. Um, she is dressed uh, not fancily but very well, so you can tell she's from some money. Although she's not somebody that likes to dress fancily, she has. Um, really full lips it's something that you can recognize pretty easily uh from her she has her shoulders are somewhat smaller and she doesn't look like she's a very physically strong person um although you would guess that she from the way she speaks she's much more brains than brawn um she also has uh rather small
0: hands (laughs) um how do you feel about the name loriana
1: she says i i love it um for a fan can we smell that (laughs) they say smell can we spell that
0: (laughs) l-o-r-i-a-n-a
1: gotcha um she says all right loriana i love it and so her name is now Loriana. Well done. Um, She says, well, uh, what shall we do today?
0: Well, uh, first things first, Um, probably would like to buy some new clothes. I haven't really gotten any since I left Montaigne and yours are very nice, but uh, they've also been in a nightmare hell world for who knows how long.
1: Yeah, they they smell like sulfur a little bit. I will say that. <laughs> um. Yeah, all right, we're so gonna there's... go
0: shopping. <laughs>
1: yeah, she's like,
0: hey, hey.
1: She looks uh very happy to, to go shopping because it's been like a century. Um. There's a lot of clothing shops available. Uh. There's one for religious clothing, if you guys wanted to do that. Uh. There is one for more practical clothing, if you wanted something more armor or something related. Well, that's gonna be more expensive. And there's a fancy clothing store uh for festivals and such and there is a day-to-day wear clothing store.
0: Uh, I think we'll go for day-to-day. Looking for a uh, nicer day-to-day but like not a costume.
1: Awesome. So you go to the day-to-day store uh which is called uh San Felipe's clothing store, very very <laughs> original. Um, you open a door and you find an explosion of loud colors. The place looks like it's on fire. Um, on the colors are either, you know, yellow and crimson and red, or they are black. And there's really not much else. So a little bit different from like the really gold and light blue that you're used to in Montaigne.
3: Um,
0: what are your opinions on colors? Do you like bright colors? Do you like dark colors? That's all we have to work with right now.
1: She starts to tear up, actually. She starts crying. Um she says, I it just occurred to me that I blinded myself when I was in the in between worlds. It it just occurred to me that I'll never see colors again.
0: Um Yeah. I'm going to like, you know, sympathetic, hand on shoulder hand-on-cheek in the way Q does very charismatically. You know, sometimes um, a part of life is loss and I cannot possibly experience what you're going through. But it will be okay. There are so many other things in this world that you now have the opportunity to appreciate in a different way. And... It won't be easy, but I think you'll be able to make it through on your own.
1: Um, so, please, actually, hit me with a uh, convince plus panache to see how well you do. Yeah. Um, a Zero, and she's going to have, like, a breakdown, and you'll have to, like, make a scene, and then possibly someone's going to think she's crazy, and... You know where that's going to go in the city. Oh, uh, you shit. give me a one. Uh, there's no other consequences, but she'll be upset. If you give me a two, you can calm her down. Uh, if you give me a three, you'll be able to, like, cheer her up. And a four is a surprise.
0: We have three raises.
1: All right. Uh, well done. <laughs> Way to play I mean, I,
0: I dumped everything in charisma, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that That is completely fair. Um, so she sort of sniffles, you know, and then wipes the tear away and says, yeah, you know, well, in that case, uh, give me the loudest, most beautifulest, normal day-to-day clothing possible. I want something bright crimson.
0: Okay, I'm not going to go with the loudest, because some of these are actually kind of ridiculous, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I I can personally do bright crimson. We can make that happen. And look, just because just because you can not see it doesn't mean you don't have to know that you look great, right? <laughs> that she she laughs
1: to herself. Yeah, some of the stuff looks like, being from Montaigne, this Castile fashion looks nuts. Like you, like what are these people doing?
0: Yeah, yeah. So I will find something that is loud and crimson, but like not too much, um, as much as I can. And uh, for Q, probably going with the neutrals, going toward the black end of the spectrum, and also looking for some gloves.
1: Gotcha. In my Uh, mind,
0: I wanted to find white gloves that were covered in black lace, if that is a possibility.
1: This is a day-to-day shop in Castile. You're basically looking at Catholic school uniforms, but red. So, no, but... (laughs) You can find other gloves. <laughs> that would look pretty awesome, but probably not here.
0: Is there anywhere in the city I could find those? Uh you might be able to find one at like a
1: fancy like maybe like parties, cocktails, and weddings shop next door.
0: <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Q okay. that's all Q cares about today is a shopping trip, so <laughs> it's all worth right. it to him.
1: Uh you pick up a um a not eye like a not eye popping but eye catching crimson dress for uh for uh, your new friend and uh, she asks how she looks in it.
0: You look beautiful.
1: Uh, she smiles really big and uh she says thank you. Uh, you find uh some pretty simple stuff like black looking clothing, um, it mostly like a. Like, do you find black pants, some black skirts, uh, and some large black shirts, just pretty normal looking stuff. Usually the colorful stuff is worn over it or in addition to the sort of like little black dress or like, uh, work, like going to work pants type stuff.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not really here for the colors.
1: (laughs) All right. Um what do you pick out to wear specifically?
0: Uh specifically probably just like something that's durable since we're going to be on the sea and um so just some dark colored like canvas or linen pants, something uh pretty thick and then a pretty breathable shirt. Um I'm it's probably like probably a puffy shirt. I'm thinking uh, Wesley from The Princess Bride, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, that'd be awesome. Like, that's
0: probably the outfit that they're in.
1: Awesome. So uh, you pick it up, and you guys are dressed in... uh, Assuming Q has wealth points to burn, so you don't have to haggle the price or anything. Um, So you walk out in very typical uh, Castilian clothing. One of you is wearing bright crimson, the other one is wearing black. Um, Okay. And the fancy shop is next door.
0: Yeah, I go to the fancy shop. I look for fancy gloves.
1: Okay, you find the gloves that you're looking for. Um, You notice that the guy behind the counter is identical to the one at the other shop. Which either means he runs both and he runs between the counters or it's his twin. You're not really sure.
0: (laughs) I'm not sure. I don't want to find out. I want to keep the mystery alive.
1: (laughs) Okay. All right, so you pick it up and uh, there you go. We are now... Going to is there anything else you want to do immediately?
0: Uh not immediately. I just want to get to know um Loriana and uh see if there's any memory she has, or just talk to her about things um in life if she has any questions.
1: She will come up with more later. You've kind of you've already known all that she remembers at this point. Mm-hmm. Um we're now going to Sinead, who's going to the black market. Hell yeah. Uh you spend that hero point to find uh the black magic side of this place, which is very well hidden because this is probably the most dangerous place to be selling black market goods in the entire world of Thea.
3: Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm here for it.
1: Um So you start to notice things that only pirates and thieves can notice. You see certain people walking in certain ways. They're looking over their shoulders. They're looking a lot more paranoid. Around you, you start to see certain signs, like thieves can't almost, uh, leading you down certain back alleys, pointing towards things. Secret codes that only the underworld would know. Uh, as you follow people around who are looking extra suspicious, you start to notice the increasing amount of paranoia as the, as... Uh, the number of people who are looking over their shoulders gets more and more concentrated. Finally, you see a build-up of these signs and other things that only you can tell by using your street smarts uh, in a back alleyway between a clothing shop and an apothecary.
3: Okay. I go there.
1: Uh, Alright, you head into the alleyway. Uh, You're at a dead end. However, there looks to be a couple of stones that don't have as much dirt and dust on them as the ones around them as if they've been frequently moved you also notice a symbol for black magic very faintly written in stone on the apothecary's uh, wall above it
3: uh okay i'm going to try to move or push one of the one of the bricks
1: um so Sinead, um, for a normal sized fully grown person, this would not be difficult but you're going to have to roll brawn plus athletics if you're going to move it. You're going to need at least a one to move the stone, but your journey to the black market ends here if you don't get at least a one.
3: (laughs) Brawn plus athletics, Um, okay.
1: If you can get a two, you can do it stealthily enough without like groaning loudly to where I'll lower your chance of getting caught and a three or more you can bank for later, which you will want to do.
3: And it's my first roll for today, so I get an extra dice. Just making sure. Okay. Okay. That is one second. Do 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 I did get at least one, so there's that. Um. I got two raises. Two
1: raises all right uh i was totally gonna have a guard come up behind you but you got two raises surprisingly so you move the stone with ease and uh stealthily crawl down into a manhole um a sinead hole in this case uh, <laughs> because it's very small and you barely fit in it so you're like man how does like a fully grown human do this um you i guess people are very small in this city Uh, So you squeeze down this tight little hole down through a ladder and climb all the way down about two stories. Like this goes pretty far down until you are in a dimly lit room. Surrounding you are a bunch of figures who look like the shady shadiness of the city. Uh, They got some face tattoos. They're mostly good looking people. They got some hoods on them. Like if this is very clearly a black magic (laughs) selling establishment um there is somebody mixing potions together uh there is somebody uh with a table full of trinkets there's somebody with some knives and weapons and there's somebody uh who looks like they're just standing under some cash probably a fence if you wanted to sell something
3: uh sorry can you repeat the the people i was i was looking at something sorry yeah so
1: there's somebody uh, there's somebody uh there is somebody mixing together potions it looks like with vials and whatnot there is somebody with an entire uh table full of trinkets there's somebody who has weapons and there's somebody who's standing there and they have some money with them it looks like they're like a fence if you wanted to sell something
3: oh man i'm torn between the potions and the trinkets um
1: me... You can visit them, but you probably you don't have the wealth points to buy more than one thing. You can right. visit them okay. all. Okay, I'll, I'll go to, to the I'll
3: go to the potions first.
1: So you go to the potions, and there is a man with a large, uh, thin mustache. It looks to be, uh, looks to be like a couple inches off his face, a little curly. You know, uh, he has thinning, uh, light hair, and he has a large overbite. He looks at you with uh, rather large eyes and while he's mixing together a vial of green liquid and a vial of yellow liquid, and he says, well, what can I do you for?
3: Uh, hello, sir. I'm just kind of shopping around. Uh, What have you got there?
1: Uh, he says, well, I'll tell you what I have. I have potions and poisons and all sorts of things i i'm not really from this town i just make a good living selling it to the people who are lucky enough to find me here are you trying to to hurt somebody or heal yourself or what can i do for you
3: not really looking to to hurt anybody you got anything that uh does anything uh i don't know not related to to health
1: uh he says well i don't normally get requests for that kind of thing that's what the apothecary and medicines are for upstairs although i do have some things that i i do sell to people for recreational use uh this vial turns somebody into a donkey for an hour um i definitely
2: have <laughs> this which is <laughs> the funniest potion <laughs> you get that's awesome what i would buy like 10 of those irl you just turn somebody into a donkey for an hour yep uh anyway so it's so
1: there's donkey juice um she goes this will let you breathe underwater for an hour he holds up a, a vial of light blue liquid um he says this can help anybody forget any sort of memory um and he holds up another vial and he says uh this one right here uh can knock somebody out for half of a day 12 hours uh i've got other things as well but is that in the type of thing that you're looking for my dear friend
3: those are extremely intriguing i will not lie to you but i'm going to take a look at another table and i i might be back
1: uh, he looks kind of disappointed. He goes, but they're really illegal. I mean,
2: come on. Like, <laughs> these are so illegal. I, I,
3: you
2: know what, Sinead? Just know that Arthur's proud of you for not buying fantasy
3: drugs. I might.
2: Your first time <laughs> I just want to see what's on
3: the other table.
2: <laughs> just say no to donkey juice, Sinead. Say no.
0: <laughs> Q is proud of you for looking to see where the best deal is on yeah, the drugs yeah. and getting the most effective <laughs> fantasy drugs for yeah, your I price. I want to
3: go the, to the trinket table.
1: All right, so I was going to have, like, a G.I. Joe. Now we know thing pop up, but you don't see it because you're too busy looking for black magic trinkets. Uh, As you find yourself at that table, you see a young woman. Uh, She's very, very young. In fact, she's only barely older than you, and you're, like, a child. Like, she looks like she's, like, 21 years old. Um, She looks to be – she has certain things about her that make you kind of suspect that she's one of Odachi's many witches. And she's in here making bank off of the low lowlifes of Castile. Uh, before her on the table lies uh, a dozen or so trinkets.
3: Uh, h- hello, miss. Uh, wh- what have you got for me? Uh,
1: she says, for you. Um, she holds up a small heart locket and says, I can... Who make somebody fall in love with you as long as they're wearing this, my dear?
3: Uh, not really interested in that. What else you got?
1: Uh, she says, well, I've got this. And she holds up, like, a, a necklace with, like, a spiky ball on it. And she says, um, if you... C- somebody will wear this for one full day, they will die at the end of that day. Uh, I'll tell you what. Would you like this? And she holds up a ring and says... As long as you're wearing this ring uh you will not be able to drown however, also while you're wearing this ring uh you will not be able to see
3: Ooh. i li- i like the sound. what are you trying to do specifically not really looking for anything Sorry. in in particular just kind of shopping around you know uh i what does the ring look like?
1: Uh, the ring is, uh, it's obsidian, and it's got a sapphire stone in the middle.
3: Ooh. ooh. <laughs> I really like that. Um, ooh. Um, hmm. And the potions were the donkey juice, the breathe underwater for an hour, um, and what was the other one?
1: uh donkey juice breathe underwater for an hour it should i should have written this oh time. oh the um, the forgetting God, the forgetting
3: they're the knocking the forgetting the memory and the knocking out juice
1: yes yes i forgot about the forgetting
2: one of course um uh continue it's because i slipped it to you when you weren't looking <laughs> <laughs>
3: um uh i liked that ring very much ma'am i i'll, I'll take that
1: Alright, you spend yes. your one wealth point. Uh, she slips it on your finger, however, and you go completely blind. As you do, um, you can hear her say, you are under arrest for buying a black magic item. You can hear <laughs> all sorts of uh, commotion going muck as the other shopkeepers flee. Uh, you can feel the slight tinge of fire around you as Guards with torches rush down into the room. Uh, you can hear her say, you're under arrest for heresy.
3: God fucking damn it.
1: And... But wait,
0: don't they legally have to tell you if they're an undercover cop?
1: <laughs> yeah, because... <she, laughs> I love me some late Renaissance laws. <laughs> um, she she will... She, she Actually, yeah, she goes, uh, by the way, I'm an undercover cop. <laughs>
2: Uh there's no Miranda rights when it comes to the Crusades. This it is the, the year seventeen hundred, okay? <laughs> I'm
0: Machiavelli sorry. Machiavelli rights. Um
1: <laughs> you uh Q, as you're leaving the clothing store, you notice a great many guards uh rushing down an alleyway, uh, shouting about a heretic. Arthur in your cathedral, uh you notice a bunch of people whispering about a recent operation to bust black magic. In the south of the city, uh, Sinead. you are blinded and currently being uh, with your uh, your hands are currently being tied behind your back, and that is where we're going to end the session.